Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and dungeon master, Kenny. We have with ourselves... We have with ourselves... I'm going to nail this sometime <laughs> after the several hundred hours of audio that I've put on the internet of recording Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, I'm going to get it down where I never goof intros. It's going to happen. But it's not tonight. I have with me my entire party, and in addition to that, I have a special guest, a Dungeons and Dragons noob... Um, her name is Safra. She's a friend of pretty much everybody here. I actually say actually of everybody here. But uh, she's very interested in learning about D&D, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, hi there. Uh, I am Safra. A lot of LARPing with, with the good folks here. And would like to do the LARPy things uh, on paper, as well as just beating the crap out of them in real life. So I've given Safra the privilege to request the floor if at any point she has questions about what we're doing, how does it work. So think of tonight as a bit of an opportunity to have a little bit of a refresher course for some of the rules and uh, a learning tool for new players such as herself. So, as I said, we have our entire party with us tonight, including our bard. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm playing Vala the Asimar Bard. Our rogue. Hello there, I'm a police. I play Leonara, the Furbolg Rogue. Our fighter. Hey, I'm Nick, playing Nalos, the Triton Fighter. Our uh, warlock. Yo, it's your boy Necro. And our druid. Hey, this is Clay, playing Crack, the Erico Druid. And even though I made that sound like that was the last one, kind of with my inflections, I actually mean, and lastly, our barbarian. Perfect, just well done. Uh, this is Ku playing the Yakfolk Barbarian Pokely. So Did someone say hero? <laughs> so when we <laughs> when we when we last left off, our party had just sort of uh, received their quest from the uh, Chet fella, and the, they were all off to, I believe, the lake, Lake Felmoss, where Indeed. they had also heard extra information that that was the last location known for uh, Nalos's sister. But uh, we'll join the party as they're leaving the capital city. So we join our heroes as they're leaving the capital city of Felwind, and uh, as they sort of leave, they hear a whisper that is audible akin to a full volume uh, speaking tone. I don't know how, how else you'd say that. But basically, it sounds like it's a whisper, or it's supposed to be, but it's like at full volume, so it's kind of like, Hey, over here! Did someone say hero? Uh, stage, stage whisper, I believe, is what you are... Gotcha. Looking. I didn't realize that that's what that was. Yeah, so so you all hear a very uh, audible stage whisper. And there is a tiefling woman that is definitely one of the four sisters, uh, as has been introduced to you all in the past. She has deep cyan-colored eyes. And outside of that, you really couldn't tell the difference between her and any of her sisters, so you don't know which one it is. And she's sort uh of... Good? Yeah, I heard too. I heard it, but I understood. But then I thought it could have been the tiefling sister doing her weird magic. 
the it wasn't bad. Like you didn't cut out or anything. It just it got it got robotic for just a second. It just makes me yeah, it makes me think that you're an AI and then we have to fight you. Right, and that's you know that's gonna happen at some point. But yeah. <sighs> anyway, talk about paradise, right? Hey, <laughs> name drop. So, <clears throat> do you all approach the tiefling woman? Oh, um, I'm I'm sorry. I want a refresher on the on the four sisters. Are these the aunts of uh, Prince Felwyn's? The... They were, I believe, the four sisters who are four tiefling women that are all identical looking, uh, have been referred to as Prince Felwyn's sist- uh, aunts. Okay. Um, hags Gross. in the swamp were the were his aunts, and these uh, tieflings were just like Chet's helpers. That's right. Yeah, yeah I had that backwards as well. Yeah. So the, these are the direct assistants to Chet. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's talk I, to her. Uh, yep. I approach. Put our biases aside about tieflings. <laughs> Not be racist, y'all. For real. Like, what's the problem with tieflings? I don't know, man. I'm just going with the flow. I mean, you know that, like, a tiefling just saved the world, right? I'm still bitter. Yeah, but, like... cursed us with our contract. (laughs) Chet did. I have a thing about, like, overlords and stuff. I got, got, like, a complex. Sure, sure. But, like... Ah, never mind. Um... Hey man, I just want to see if maybe she can make me as big as Necro a house. Necro just starts horning the the John Cena theme song in the background as we approach the Tiefling woman. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, so she rolls her eyes as you all approach, since you can't just walk over like people, and goes, <laughs> and she goes, "I understand you're all heading towards the lake. Is that right?" Yes, correct. The plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, things have changed. Chet found through scrying that a large mass of tr- of several tribes worth of lizard men are invading the forest from the north and that means that alto toss the village of the uh, the north side of the forest is in grave peril hmm. well if they're in grave peril we then... have a history with lizard men yeah, maybe we can negotiate some sort of peace. So she says, brilliant. And so she digs into her a scroll case on her hip and pulls out a a wrapped up papyrus with a seal that is very akin to the one that Chet gave you all to take to the lake. And she says, give me the one that you have for the lake. Take this one for Alto, Al- Alto Tas and help them with their problem so we can put our forces elsewhere in the forest. There's many places that need to be handled right now. And if you all earn favor with the local town governance by defending them from the barbaric tribesmen of the north, I'm sure they'll sign the the contract of fealty to Chet with much ease. I, uh... Who had the, uh, contract? Ooh. That we had? Uh, um... I thought it was um, Nara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I just thought so. Yeah. That sounds right. I like yeah. holding important stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was going to reach out and take it and give it to her, and then I was like, wait a minute, I don't have uh, What do you think we should do, guys? 
Could I, could I convey a huddle? Yeah. She shrugs and she's like, we're on the same team, but yeah, whatever. You can join on the huddle too. We're just going to ignore your existence for a sec. I, I don't <laughs> really think we need a huddle for this. An entire village in, is in So, huddle? <laughs> I get in the huddle. I stand outside the Hell huddle yeah. and instead, like, wait with the tiefling woman. We can form the huddle around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so I start just, like, stretching my, like, you know, like, winged, clawed hands towards uh, Lauren's character. And just, like, we start forming a huddle. And then anyone else that wants to join can. Otherwise, we're just going to start speaking like we in a huddle. <laughs> All right. So you want to help this village? But we have the lake as well, so we're like, we gotta think, we gotta talk about it. Yeah, we may we... as well just go help the village. Are we on a timer with the lake? The, no. the only timer Great that question. you're on towards the lake is the information about Nalos' sister, you know, can age. Ah, oh, shit, that's right. Oh. Dang, sorry, Nalos, we kind of like jipped yeah. out on your sister for a second. That's, yeah, that's what, okay. Are you cool I haven't seen her in a couple of years. So how do you feel about your handle the, the lizards? Can we ask Nalas how you feel about your sister? I mean, she has been party, man. We've been through some shit. She left for her journey across the land, and then she like didn't come back. Yeah. So it's a couple extra days. Let's go help the village. Right. We also just, are pretty literally ruthless when it comes to lizard people. You all yeah, are ruthless. Right. I spared the ones <laughs> that I fought. So did we. Speak our I girl, mean, though. Maybe I can challenge them to another wrestling match. Who, who was the person her. that nudged an unconscious one into the river to drown? Me. I don't think, yeah. I was... <laughs> Pride. 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 It seemed easier than like actually stabbing them. Nah, I thought you did the right thing. <laughs> well, I'm ready to go um, be worshipped by some lizards, so I mean, <laughs> Oh, so you can play another song. I like it as well. To yeah. the north. Play, play a little tune? Hell I yeah, I get worshipped as a goddess as well at the same time. <laughs> I continue to play the John Cena theme song and walk north. <laughs> well, if you recall your we map, you can just take the path east or west. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully someone grabs him because of the giant thing I've seen thongs. I'm too enthralled. <laughs> well, everybody, I think it's time to on, take the scales of this battle. <laughs> In the distance, a peasant looks up from his daily work. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so, did somebody take the contract from the tiefling woman? Yep. I okay, cool. Did, did you... you hand over the other one, though? Yeah, because she wants the the old one in exchange for the new one, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had to do tradesies. All right, mm -hmm. so contracts traded, and you guys are off to Alto Toss. Yep. Then Necro snaps out of it from his John Cena thong and sees everyone's heading east and decides to also to head east. Sorry, west. But we... West. we Shit! We have to get our brand new mounts, guys. We have to well, west. Our, well, you guys we already have to yeah, say. She she caught you guys outside of town, so you guys are like on the path, ready to go. Yeah. Okay, so we have Let's all of it. our like horses and we, ram. 
Yes. Okay. Mounted cool. up and everything. And, and Chesapeake. Yep. Yeah. Her one armed glory. Oh yeah, Saffer, for your benefit. Uh, so Nick's character Nalos is a uh, mounted combatant, like he specializes in mounted combat, but he is a triton, so he wouldn't fight on a horse. And uh, that'd be ridiculous. Right. So he is mounted on a giant crab. Oh, I thought you were gonna say seahorse. How would a seahorse go on anywhere? land? I That'd don't know, but, but like just like pop on bubbles and stuff. That's... I don't know. Maybe he bounces like a pogo stick. Oh god, how terrifying! <laughs> also, can I ask a question about uh, Chesapeake? Sure, sure. Can she hold a weapon in her claws? No. Like those no. videos of crabs with knives and no. cigarettes. Nope. No. <laughs> that would be so insane. Yes. Which yes, is after the battle, maybe with in the sixth edition, and her arm was ripped off. She now smokes a cigarette. All right, with all right, her one on. no, you're good. You're good. All Thanks. very valid questions. Right. All right. So you all head off westbound. Yep. Yep. Or I guess westward. Yep. Yes. Um. All right. So, uh, according to the map, uh, and whoever can give me a good um. Na- I almost said navigation check. That's not a thing. Uh, whoever can give me a good nature check. <laughs> uh, I'll <have> to say. <laughs> I drew it, sir. Well, I got a 12. That's good enough to discern east. Uh, and, <laughs> and by that, I mean west. God damn it. <laughs> You're so okay, guys. So west. We're going west. It's right. fine. Yeah, yes. West. Someone link a uh, Patrick meme, please, in the chat. Yeah, right. So you, you've, you've discerned via the map that it's going to take about three days on Mount to, to reach Alto Toss. Uh, two days hard west along the, along the road, and then one day north. Uh, no shortcuts through the forest or anything? I mean, there's no known roads through the forest you could always cut through the forest but it wouldn't really save you too much time considering you'd probably have to move at half speed because you know you're on it's mounts forest. good point <laughs> looking at the map yeah looks like heavy heavy trees oh yeah stay on the road then yeah alright well the first two days are completely peaceful you guys find yourself at the little crossroad there I don't know if you guys are looking at the map yeah I got it up um so you're at that little T intersection that points north to Alto Toss, uh, and you could either ride through the day, uh, sorry, ride through the evening and night and get there by morning, or stay in the little inn that's at this intersection and make it there tomorrow night. Whoa. Um, sorry, what intersection? Right at when it north and the west to Alatos. Yeah, the the crossroad with the only road going north out of the map. Hmm. Yeah, north north oh. of uh, Lake Felmas. So it's arriving in the evening versus arriving in the morning. Yeah. So if you, it's coming up on evening now. Mm-hmm. You could travel through the night and reach there by morning, or you could stay at the inn and reach there tomorrow evening. I'm not a fan of traveling through the night. We get exhausted. Plus, you know, there could be, I mean, we're going into sort of contested territory. There could be lots of bandits and, you know, who knows what on the road. Well, you won't get exhausted because you're on mounts. Oh. 
our mounts might get exhausted. Yes, they will. But, you know, they're not going to go into battle with you, probably. I think yeah, everyone okay. makes great points, but it's like, do we want to fight during the day or during the night? Day. Yes. And also, yeah, so we're not going to be as tired, but maybe some, like, exhaustion or, like, fatigue. We, uh, and they are supposedly being attacked, so there's a time limit, and we probably want to get there quickly. Good point. Okay. Yeah, we should probably make haste. So it looks like we should, so if we want to fight during the day, we should just ride through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Foggy can take or, it. Or could we stop to, like... Uh, feed up and like energize our mounts for like a short time and then continue yeah, on you could, to you the could day. Guys, you guys could short rest at this end real quick. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, I think a quick. Uh, like we still arrive during the day and miles have like more energy so we can continue more. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think a quick stop for some feed for the animals is a good idea and some water. Do for I need us. to start playing some R. Kelly? <laughs> no. I believe I can fly. Let's not do that. But 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 you can't fly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I'm so sad. Necro, Necro, I can't fly either. I need to. I need to come up with some more like happy boy tunes. All right, so you guys go to the stable. Um, you're immediately greeted by a uh, an elven man who takes your mounts, recognizes the royal crests upon the barding and uh, bits and saddle, and immediately shakes his hand at any attempt to pay and says that your mounts will be well-rested and fed in just over an hour's time, just as the sun will set. Sweet. Perfect. I um, believe that man, one little gold coin... Let's wait for that time. You'll find. Okay. Do you guys want to like go in and libate or anything, or do you just want to just sort of relax? Yeah. Uh, I wish to go inside yeah. and libate. I'm just gonna sit down right in the ground. It sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drew no Hall, fault. Yeah. Run me through the RP of libation. Um, okay. <laughs> You go in, you pay some pittance of copper and silver, and you all have a few rounds of ale or uh, wine. Do they have bread here? Yes. Okay. I'd like to ask the host or hostess if outside beverages are allowed in this establishment. Uh, they, the, the, el the, the young elven woman who is the hostess sort of shrugs and goes, just as long as you buy something from us. All right. Well, I'll... Buy some bread and then uh, make three gallons of beer out of my alchemy jug. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're not forgetting about that. Yep, that's, that's the most important part of my kit. Screw <laughs> everything else, weapons, like... whatever. <laughs> I, I buy uh, Necro buys more bread and gives it to Roderick so he can make more beer. That's um, it's not even required. It's not even required to do it. Well, I just throw bread at him because I because. Uh, I too would like to eat the bread, but I do have a question. Sure, is it as good as the bread no. at the inn in Norton? Okay, no, not at I'm, all. I'm, Wait, I'm I can't throw the bread at him. eating the bread, but I'm thinking about that bread, so I'm like slightly like uh... <laughs> just hearing the laughter in the background was great. Um, okay, so 
do you, Karak, so you notice that a couple of the other people in the bar are just locals, maybe farmers, mm-hmm. um, travelers. Uh, a, a human approaches you, and he seems a rather rugged sort and brandishes a little uh, lavishly his adventurer's guild uh, crest that lies as a sort of brooch pin. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey there, friend. Looks like you've got some drink to spare. Mind a cup worth? Not at all. Got plenty. <laughs> More the merrier. I'm really surprised you were generous. <laughs> we're all adventurers guild here. Yeah. We're all adventurers guild here. More friends. So the, the, the human smiles and takes a flagon worth and has a seat with you all and asks what sort of a crew such as yourselves are doing in the vast wood of Felwind. Um, uh, lizards bad. Uh, there's lizards. I I look over at the man and I'm like, never trust a cat. <laughs> well, we're here working for the leadership on behalf of the Adventurers Guild, actually. Uh, and there's some problems with uh, an invasion of lizard folk from the north that we're on our way to check out. He nods and goes, "Yeah, I've heard about that. I'm actually fleeing southbound from there." Nasty. Really? Yeah. They have several several hundred lizard folk under some sort of conate. Many of mm. uh, the, the, the peasants and the the lower folk of Alto Tas have already been evacuated. Really just a regiment of militia and some infantry from the capital have been sent to reinforce their bulwark. I don't think they'll hold, though. I think what we're kind gonna of adventurer are you luck. that you would flee instead of helping these people? Hey, and he sort of like leans back as he drinks it from his flagon and goes, listen, swords and shields and clashing of steel, that seems to be your guys' bag. I'm more of a knowledgeable sort. I procure and, you know, part with uh, knowledge that I find from different places. I'm here amongst the great woods of Felwind, actually, on the behalf of, uh, you all ever been to Lahesi? The great elven kingdom? No. Nope. It's the biggest iron bark forest in the world. It's down in Betwinst Yarda on the northern tip. They have trees as tall and as wide as a mansion, my friends. And every one of them is resilient to any blade. The iron bark itself is harder than steel hmm I uh I look at the haft of my glaive longingly that sounds nice <laughs> he smiles he goes yeah it's not cheap but if you have a haft of iron bark you could block cannon fire with it block cannon fire what's a cannon well it's uh, hard to explain. It's a little out of my wheelhouse, but essentially an explosion inside of an iron tube shoots a ball of of metal at whatever you want to see sundered. Oh, they should make those portable. Maybe something you can like hang at your hip. He, and, and... He, he immediately rushes to you and wraps his arm around your shoulder and with a finger to his lips goes, there's gnomes working on it as we speak. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Don't tell anyone. I liked that little whoa. 
It was very Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so he leans back to his own chair and takes his arm off of uh, Leonara and sips again quite heartily at his flagon of ale. Wipes his mustache clean and goes, Well, I appreciate the brew, but I've got a goat to hang. Uh, sorry, take off. I've got to hit the road. Well, safe travels, my friend. Thanks and for the information. Of course, of course. Again, it's what I sell. And it wasn't cheap, even for you all. And he sort of gives you a little wink and dangles the flagon. Hmm. And, uh, and then he takes his leave. What a nice fellow. Can I check my pockets? Did, I, did he steal anything? Okay, yeah, go ahead and check your pockets. I want to tell everybody I see about this new portable cannon. Alright. Um, Vala, what coinage do you have in your purse? Uh, 130 gold. And is were you where were you keeping all of that? Uh, probably packed away. I mean, I haven't had to pay for anything for a little while, so... Well, you're missing five gold. I knew it. Nobody's that friendly. <laughs> so, no, some people ever. are that friendly. I'm not that friendly. is that friendly. <laughs> and all you had to do was live at the bottom of the ocean for most of your life. Yep. Get really grateful about things that way. I mean, it is a terrible, awful place. Um, can you give me an investigation, actually, Vala? Sure. Will I lose more things if I if I fail this? <laughs> well, I suppose you're going to find out when you tell me what your result was. Yeah, hold on. Let me just get my money. Should we all investigate our packs? If you want to. Yeah, I'll I'll check my stuff. Necro will as well. Okay. All right. Well, I got an eight. All right. So your eight tells you that you find a small crumpled note that you don't recognize. Uh, do you? I assume you like unfurl it to read. Yeah. Uh, it says in very hastily written, but quite nice handwriting. It says. Sorry about the tax for the information. Again, it's my trade. I hope that we cross paths someday and I can give you the gold I took, but I needed it for the ride. Take care, fellow adventurers, and may all of your paths be free. Or some nicety, I don't give a shit. Um, if I see him again, I'm going to take all his gold. I like the cut of this guy's jib. Uh, and the best part of the of the note is he has a little like caricature of his face with giving you a little peace sign. That's pretty cute. I'm still going to steal all of his gold. <laughs> Alright, uh, you all, uh, pretty much everyone that he came in physical contact with finds themselves in some similar state of a note in their pocket and one to three gold missing. Sorry, three to five gold missing. I'll assume I lost five. Ew. I'm an easy mark. Yeah. <laughs> You're too good for this world, Nautilus. <laughs> oh. 
All right, so your time passes. You guys have all been sufficiently libed, libed, mm-hmm. uh, libated. I don't know. Uh, and it, you can hear a whistle, or sorry, a ring of a bell from the stable. I guess that's our horses telling us they're ready to go. Yeah. We go check that out. Yep. yep. We should get Jessica Bell so she can signal things. I go out to check my new friend, my ram. Too cute. Too cute. Too IRL. Right. <laughs> Alright, so the stable master bows to you all as you approach and goes, Your animals are all well fed. Master Triton, I believe your mount fancies meat and so was supplied with such. I hope that you find that to the liking. Yes. Thank you, sir. He nods again and uh, sort of gestures that your mounts are ready to go and they all seem to be quite in good spirit. I give uh, Foggy Twisted Horns a nice little pat on the back and hop on. Okay. Yes. All right. All right, hop in the saddle and let's get out of here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you guys are uh, hit the road going north to Alto Tas, and uh, the night is peaceful. It's a almost a full moon, so the road is very visible. You can see that there's occasional activity, mostly natural, uh, out in the woods. If you look off to either side, sometimes you see like a bear rubbing his back on a tree. Sometimes you see some will-o'-wisps, you know, in the distance. But uh, not before long, you find yourself looking at a cresting sunlight beams uh, in the horizon. And uh, the edge of the forest, not too far past the verging, uh, the verging, the emerging edge of the township of Alto Tas, and a sign to accompany such. Um. However, something that is becoming increasingly more common is the occasional pilgrim or uh, evacuee. Uh, As the morning ride comes to its end for the past hour or so, you've seen sometimes smattering, sometimes large 20, 30 person groups of uh, people evacuating to the south. It must really be bad up this way for this many people to be fleeing. Yep. What do we do, friends? No sense waiting around. Let's get moving. Alright, so you guys make your way to the edge of the township of Altotas, and you can see that there is a fine, hard line between the local militia and the infantry and archers that were sent from the capital. I mean, it's night and day. Not that the mm. mil- local militia were shabby, but it's people in their grandfather's chainmail and, you know, a couple of arrows in their quivers standing next to... It's kind of like the Helm's Deep battle from the Lord of the Rings. Like, the militia isn't shabby. They're an army, for sure. They've defended these lands probably for dozens of years. But you stand them next to these proper elven knights and infantry and archers who have, you know, polished armor and arrowheads in designs and a full busting quiver of several dozen arrows. Uh, and it's immediately obvious that, that these were, uh, you know, legitimate infantry and archers sent from the capital. 
And there's how many of us? There's six of you. Yep. Mm. Mm. Uh, you guys measure that the militia is just shy of a hundred. Works odds with their skeletons. Yeah. Uh, the the militia is just shy of a hundred, maybe in like the upper eighties, whereas the infantry and archers from the capital are two and a half, maybe three hundred. And uh, you are all greeted by a sort of rugged elven man um, who fancies a... Uh, hey, Kenny, you're going to have to reveal that, babe. Hmm? Yep. Yeah. You're I, choppy. I saw. I don't know why that keeps happening. Hold on a second. So you are sort of approached by what seems to be the leader of the militia, a rugged elven man. Uh, brandishing a very, very uh, probably earned scar that uh, is like almost like cuts into his eyebrow, but not it doesn't like pinch his eye shut or anything like that. Just you get the impression this guy has seen his fair share of warfare. Uh, but he's dressed in a black oiled studded leather and has some sort of falchion like sword upon his hip. And he looks you all up and down and goes, Ah, yes. We should have expected you all after the reinforcements from the capital came. Chet's helpers, as we've heard. So, you're here to help defend the town, I assume. You're right. Yes, I hear what you you have... what's going on. Right. Well, why don't you all put your horses to the stable as best as you can and meet me by the place that looks like the war table rests. And he sort of points to a rather large uh, war tent. Uh, I'm going to kind of stop and say, you know, forgive me, but I don't feel comfortable, you know, kind of tying my horse up in a stable in a way that he can't escape from. We don't really know what's going on in this town or what the danger is. Is there any way, you know, do you have a pasture or anything that, you know, might might be more safe for them? He sort of shrugs and goes, I don't care where you leave your horse, just don't bring it into the war tent. Okay, that's fair. I'll uh, pasture and let my horse free and pat it on the rump and say, be a good horsey. Well, there's no pasture because you're on the edge of a town. So if you want to actually find a legitimate pasture, you'd have to leave town. I just... Okay. Maybe can we leave them outside the war tent? Yeah, are there any, like, posts outside that we can... Yeah, you guys are standing amongst a relatively ghost town, so I'm sure there's posts for you guys to string a horse up to. Okay, well, I do that then. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I follow as well to the war tent. do the same. I'll string my ram up. All right. Head to the war tent. I'll just tell Chesapeake to stay still. Yeah. She's trying to grab. She's pretty good. Yeah. That is is a... She may or may not wield swords and cigarettes later, just saying... (laughs) No cigarettes. Don't be a bad influence to my crab. Also, I'm pretty sure that's not how crab lungs work, so I don't think that they could. But You uh, are the dungeon master, so you, you know this world. I mean, I know this world, but I mean, like, this is canonically a crab, so I'd have to, like, break how crabs work to make it... And I'm just not... I'm not down for that. Mm-hmm. Another time, maybe another time. Who knows? Anyway, so... <laughs> uh... So you guys find yourselves to you know walking into the war tent, and there is a sizable um, table with a large map of the the township on it. 
the town's a relatively standard fare in terms of architecture. It seems to be built on a, a series of circles, almost like an onion, um, with, uh, you know, eight main paths that lead from the center of town, which is where you all are right now, uh, out to the edge of the town, which is little more than uh, like a, a series of sharpened logs to resist a cavalry charge. Like, there's barely a wall. It's maybe 10, 15 feet tall. It wouldn't keep out any sizable force. And you all are greeted by a series of, you know, five or six officer-looking people. A couple of them are very, very, you know, finely dressed and are clearly representatives from the contingent that was sit, sent from the capital. And they sort of nod to uh, respect your appearance. And the other two are the sort of captain that you all met as you walked into town who bid you all to come here. And another one is a very spiritual looking leader. They seem to be blindfolded yet completely aware of their surroundings as they gesture towards the map. Huh. I, uh, uh I'll walk the first over thing that comes to mind is dynasty warriors. And it's wonderful. <laughs> That's about to get pretty dynasty warriors up in here. Hell yeah. So what way are um, the the fortifications facing from the town again? Um, so imagine the town is kind of like a rough circle. Right. And... I have the map as well. Oh, not not the not the map of the town, though. Okay. So just try and envision, like, a couple of small circles inside of a larger circle. And okay. the edge of the larger circle has, like, a 15-foot tall wall that was probably made, you Got know... It. A while ago, uh, <laughs> it just, you get the very distinct impression this place is not gonna be able to withstand a siege of any kind. Okay, I got I got a picture in my mind. Thank you. And uh, so the captain that you all met sort of gestures to you and goes, "Please come in. Ask your questions that I'm sure you have. We can tell you about what resources we have available, how many men we have, and how many we believe the enemy has." I uh, I walk over to the map that they have on the table and kind of like lean on the table and look at it. And I'll ask. Uh, so how how many do you think that they have? We have word that well, we got some boys. We have word that it's possible that there could be seven hundred or more. The uh, captain from the the sort of swordsman leader of the the capital troops sort of nods and points to a range of uh, outside of this, the, the forest itself and goes, we expect amongst this ridge, they have not yet entered the forest, but their number is surely over 500, easily doubling our forces. Do you know why they're trying to attack you all? A good question. And to that he passes over, uh, attention to the sort of mystic person from the town. Um, they look towards you and look almost as if passed and through you and go, we believe their intentions are some sort of interesting phenomenon that happens amongst the lizard folk tribes every so often. A great warrior king will rise amongst their tribes and bring many of the other tribes to heal. When this happens, they go and they raid the, the nearby kingdoms and bring great wealth and prosperity to the, the lizard kind of the great rainforest before they return to their homelands and sit fat on their, their wealth. 
but the kingdom of Feland has never been assaulted by them in hundreds of years, and last time they were merely a hundred or so. To think that they were prosperous over that time to muster such a large amount, it's impressive, dare say, unthinkable. Has there been any effort to negotiate with them? Negotiations have been difficult, the captain of the guard sort of interrupts. So, we have sent them invoices, and they have been kind enough to let them come back alive, but not without a new scar or a broken bone as a show of power. Hmm. They seem to be willing to be talked to, but it seems that they respect power more. The three envoys we have sent, each time here they, they re- report a request for a duel of strength, and... Hmm, you or, don't say. And should... Should they inevitably fall to one of their champion uh, lizard folk fighters, they come back broken and beaten but alive. And whatever terms they attempted to offer to the lizard folk are immediately neglected and rejected. Hmm. Sounds sounds like lizard folk. Perhaps we could be the next attempt to negotiate in such a manner. We got some pretty hard-ass people in our party, though. I slightly yeah. flex a little bit as he says that. The the ca- you see immediately the the dichotomy in the the people you're talking to. The member, the two people from the from the town of Alto Tas, seem to be enlightened at the idea. You can see the captain sort of give a smile. Maybe he's enjoying your 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 courage maybe he's enjoying your idiocy it's hard to tell mm-hmm. but or it's because i'm a, a crow <laughs> but uh you can tell that the the capital uh, detachment people are not a fan they they immediately protest and so no you are a, a, a fantastic asset to the empire to to the kingdom it would be horrible if you all were to be put to the sword or club or or axe there must be a better way to which the captain sort of interjects and goes, listen, a better way? They outnumber us two to one, maybe even three to one. Our walls are barely strong enough to keep out the wind. If they decide to attack this city and we have not made ample preparations and fortifications to the ramparts, we will quickly be overrun. And sure, we have armor and swords and archers to boot, but the, the hide of the average lizard folk is strong and tough. Not even crossbows at close range would be able to puncture it if they were ready for it. Hmm. Now I see how it feels like to feel like a goddess. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, this isn't the first time that we've gone up against lizard folk in some what sort do you of think, guys? trial of strength. Uh, the captain sort of smiles and goes, go on. You know, one time I threw two of them out of a wrestling ring by myself. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to start You were there. (laughs) 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 I think I might have cut it out for a second. I think we should go and be the emissaries and yeah. uh, and match whatever yak against or, or fish against lizard. 
Yeah, I think either Nalos or I could probably take whatever. Or do we do it like drop the mic style and we do six on six? I think maybe we should see what we're dealing with first before. To uh, yeah. buy some time for people to fortify their their town. Yeah. You know? Dance battle. Oh yeah. Got points in performance. I was about to say, we do fivers five. We have our own bard. Oh man, so are we forming just, a squad just a plan for a we can do straight up fucking dance battle? <laughs> All right. So, I think we should we should head up and uh, try and talk to them. With any luck, maybe we'll recognize some of the elders from the lizard folk we've seen before. Do Good I point, Alice. Whatever language the lizards do. Um, do who? The... Yeah, what's the language of the lizards? They speak common. Okay. Hell yeah. Also, I have proficiency in mimicry. I can totally beatbox some beats. From my times in the mines, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It was a dark life. Hey, literally. <laughs> Under, underground beatbox. Alright, so... Much to the chagrin of the detachment from the capital, it seems like you guys have made up your mind. Yeah. Yep. Um, Agreed. I'll tell the, the people there, you know... In the meantime, while we're heading off to try and negotiate... Uh, you should work on bolstering your fortifications here. If something goes wrong, you're you're going to need some better defenses than what you've got. That pretty much everyone can agree with that, and they immediately agree to set off and tell all hands to set to fortifications. Um, the captain of the guard issues the order to destroy local homes for materials to reinforce the walls. Uh... And uh, the, the infantry captain from the capital starts to talk about potential strategies should this fight be taken to a field battle where they could lay some traps, some oil slicks to trap the aggressing force into smaller skirmishes where your guys' better armaments might prove valuable. Good idea. Good, I like that creative thinking. I do as well. Could there be like a quick pan of all of us just looking back at the town and all nodding our heads together and just like, hell yeah. <laughs> then we march. Yep. I'm thinking like a slow walk off into like the sunset, you know? But like, what kind of soundtrack do you think? Like something badass? Explosions? Well, you can't start with death metal like right off the no, bat. That's no, got to be like, you're going into the fight and yeah, it begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but as you all sort of set up to leave, the mystical leader from the the town mm. uh, urges you all to stop a moment and says, please, one thing we've noticed with all of our envoys that leave, they come back, but they come back on foot. Their mounts are put to death. Well, should we, we should keep our mount. We should keep our mounts here, guys. Can we I'm dismount them? Yeah, I'm not losing that. foggy. We'll go by foot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Necro's going to dismount and just slap his mount on the ass and let it go free. Um, and so the, uh, the the mystic leader sort of walks up to each of you and like draws a very simple rune on the back of your hand. 
and says, Speak my name when the fight begins, and you will know my blessing. And which she, they then whisper, uh, Felto is my name. And don't we also have some other kind of whistle or something we got from somebody else to blow if shit goes really bad? Or am I imagining that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, well, I have a little bead that I can break and get help for a battle that happens the next day. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. After a lot of thought, Nalos has gone this far with Chesapeake, and he's not going to leave her behind. So he'll take the chance and bring her too. Okay. Uh. All right, uh, you're all told that that you should leave as soon as you're willing, and that if you don't return with the sunrise next morning, we will assume the worst and continue preparation for their inevitable assault. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, and you're told their relative, the relative direction of their main war camp is like pretty much just north out of out of town. Alright, well, let's head off. Okay. Yep. Yeah, let's uh, start hoofing it, as my people would say. <laughs> How dare you. Your voice is so beautiful. Alright, so you all set to the north, and uh, it doesn't take more than a, an hour or so, even on foot, before you leave the forest behind entirely and are in the open, uh, windy plains north of Felwyn Forest. Uh, but immediately you can see the, the brazers in the distance. It's mere midday, but... The fire flicks across the horizon in several spots. The beginnings of a war camp are directly in front of you. You know, guys, even though we're about to walk into a death camp full of uh, lizard folk that just want to fight us for money, uh, <laughs> it's really nice to not be surrounded by trees for five fucking minutes. <laughs> All right, um... Alright, so any, any so, last minute preparations before you enter the wizard, the lizard folk camp? Um, um, do we have any eggs? I heard a question. Uh, do we have any eggs? Mm, no. I, I don't know. Are you hiding something from us? Uh, I just uh, thought maybe we can crush some eggs before we go in here and get that protein. Yeah. So I've seen it before, before we've gone into great battles and won. Can I pull from rations and have like tw like two dozen eggs? No, because you'd never put regular eggs in rations because that shit doesn't hold up. That's why I asked. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the noob over here. No, it's just you know, um, it's it's really non-specific what's in trail rations, but it would be like you know your lambus breads with some grain, like like True, like, a, yeah, like yeah. a bag of uh, oats. Or if you had like like military rations, just like yeah. just the the bare necessities, man. Like yeah. you got I'm some fresh eggs in there. High calorie. I'm sorry. 
I always assumed it was like bread, jerky, and like some kind of hard cheese or something. I mean, and it's cigarettes. It, yeah, and coffee type one. That, that I could give to the crab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just really about the cigarettes tonight. No, it's, it's definitely going to be. I mean, trail rations would be anything, really, just, you know, not going to expire on you very easily and is high calorie foods. Um, I'll see if I can find the link again. But uh, I remember finding something where it was like a list of what you would likely see as rations for various uh, regions, D and D races. Oh, nice! Oh, that's that's super cool. cool. It's really cool. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. But there's always cigarettes. <laughs> well, we don't know who's fighting who, so I'm not gonna spell anybody yet. But just know it's it's on my mind. Okay. Uh, for respect. a second before we enter the war camp. I take out my four-inch statue of myself, look at it lovingly for just a second, and go, you got this, and put it back in my pocket. If he can't have eggs, if he can't have eggs, he at least has himself. Right. I'm an action I, figure. And then I go behind Bahokwe and I follow him. Fucking Bahokwe is so heroic. His completely non-manipulatable like, statue is still an action figure. Oh. <laughs> Does he have like throwable javelins? No, too? no, no. What I'm saying, he's no. completely non-articulable. Like you can't move any part of it because it's a solid statue. But oh, uh, okay, okay, my bad. But yeah, even it's then, like it's a still an action four-inch mini of me. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, you all can see a host of maybe fifty or more lizard folk anticipating your arrival. They can see you in the distance and have bulked up, and you can hear them swashbuckling bone and and horn clubs and spears and swords against turtle shell and scaled shields. It's a low thunderous rhythm that sort of shakes you. And uh, you hear a call to halt. How far are we are we how far are we away from the camp? Maybe a hundred or so feet. Right. Uh, do we want to send my in, my uh, my crow to like spy upon them from above so we can hear what they're like think uh, like saying out loud? No, I'm pretty sure they just told us to halt. Well, he's like a ghostly raven. They might not know. I don't it's okay if you, if you. It's okay if you want to say no. Like they're just ravens. They're cool. I, they're chill. I'm worried that the, the lizards will, like, shoot him down. He's a ghost. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Fuck him. Hold on. Who just told <laughs> us He'll to come halt, back though? eventually. Like, you know, there's, the, like, no harm from him. The, no fact. The lizard folk told you to halt. Like, well, he, know, he understands his being. Right. So they, they know we're here right now. Yeah. Like, they're fucking straight for them in the middle of, like, some planes. There ain't no way that they didn't have some dude. There's like, yeah, they're totally here. <laughs> that dude, that like crow has like two other crows on its shoulders. There's um, like a whole flock of motherfuckers coming, guys. <laughs> this is totally uh, not it, me. Is it sure still light out? Like, is it getting dark? Is it... It's it's becoming evening, but I mean, I would still say it's pretty pretty well lit outside. Sorry, you can't hear me. Um, it's still quite bright out. The Hokui, so they uh, can't really see what I'm doing. 
I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. I thought Ooh, you were gonna brew another boy. beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and wave to the the lizard folk that we can see, and you know, ask if we can speak to them. Yeah, so I'm I'm invisible for one hour, okay. or until I do some some action. Okay. Wow. I will halt as they called for it and okay. wave. I'll halt as well. Yeah, I'm going to hold my hands up so I look non-threatening. Alright. <laughs> they say, you hear another call um, and they say, step forward, 50 feet, not a step more, we will test your courage. Uh, I step forward 50 feet. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. I follow up the Hopeway and everyone else for 50 feet. Well, right. first I step forward 40 feet because that's my move. And then <laughs> I step forward another 10. <laughs> Cool. You're so progressive. <laughs> Say that more. Man, I have no idea why. Oh, it loves oil. Or actually, almond milk. Sorry. I have no idea why my internet has been so rough tonight. Hey, all it's all good, man. Have you tried turning off all of that fucking horn porn on Pornhub, man? Uh, no. <laughs> No, no that's what that's what actually keeps it going, Koo. Actually, I was standing up uh, for Kenny for a second. <laughs> just gotta say, it's like step on the machine, well oiled. <laughs> True. That's weird. That's why you're the manager. Anyway, so you all step forward, you know, fifty feet from the rest of the lizard folk, mm-hmm. sort of grouped up there, and then you see them all. Uh, stretch their arm back and let loose a volley of javelins. I stand. I'm just gonna yeah. keep standing behind Pahokwe because <laughs> I feel like that's the best option for me. <laughs> Alright, so you guys all yeah, hold your ground. Let's watch those javelins. Uh, uh, this talk is going to need to repeat that. No, I heard him. I'm going to hold my ground. So okay. yeah, all of us are holding our ground, and I'm behind Pahokwe. <laughs> all right. So uh, there, the the javelins rain down around the party. Some behind, some in front, and some on side to side. And one or two of them, even within a few feet of the party. Uh, but yeah, the the field has become the back of a porcupine almost. Of javelin sticking from the earth. Uh, I mean, get hit? No, no one took any damage. Okay. I uh, oh. I do a little Luke Skywalker uh, dust off the shoulder. Okay. And wait for what <laughs> to come next. All right. Um. So what happens next is a bunch of the uh, like a handful, like five to ten of the lizard folk. Uh, step forward and begin to collect uh, the javelins in front of you, making a path. And one of the lizard folk, decked in leathers and hide, sort of looks to you all and with like a wide grin sort of goes, The lords will see you then, courageous ones of the south. Uh, First, I correct him. I'm from the north. And then I start walking down the path. Yeah, I'm going to keep following the hope away because that boy just got, got to my back, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yep. uh, go ahead and advance. All right. Let's head on in. All right. You all walk basically in a hallway of lizard folk are the walls. Do, and... do I need to make stealth checks so they don't uh, uh, see parts of me that I might be <laughs> because I'm invisible? <laughs> um, why don't you give me a, a stealth with advantage since you are invisible? Okay. Uh, 21. So, all right. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you get the impression that not a single one of these basic soldiers are aware of your presence. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you you all walk into the heart of this camp. I mean, you are easily surrounded by several hundred lizard folk on all sides. Um, but you okay. notice something as you all are led into the middle of the camp. There's more than just lizard folk here. You, you notice yak folk and and beretched uh, Arakoa. But the Arakoa have been put to servitude. They're bound with with rope and are doing menial labor around the camp, whether it's cooking or cleaning or stoking the fires. Are the yak folk doing this as well? Yes. Oh. So the Arakoa and the yaks are slaves? Um, specifically, you all recognize some of these yak folk. They're the tribe that traveled north when you parted ways with them. So what you're saying is we are justified in letting those pirate lizard folk slide off our ship? (laughs) I'm saying that the two tribes of local people that you've met on your travels have become enslaved by this group of lizard folk, yeah. Motherfuckers! Well, this is something I cannot abide. I, um, so I have the, uh, do you remember when the dude who was the leader of that tribe gave me his token? Yes. Dracon? Yes. Okay. I, um, I have that around my neck and I like pull it out from underneath of my clothing so that the yak folk can see. You notice. If they were to look at me. You notice one or two of them see the token and one of them immediately falls to tears. I give him a, a nod. As I as we walk by, uh, so I say that they are enslaved, but you don't see whips being cracked to them. They are simply servitude. Um, they're not branded or anything like that, but they are clearly under the heel of uh, this this lizard folk group. But after you all pass a large bonfire that is serving as a sort of central social hub um, and every lizard folk stares at your group as you pass by with daggers for eyes you see a pair of particularly large lizard folk standing in front of a large leather teepee type type structure to which they sort of snarl at you and open the main fold wide so you can enter I give them a, uh, like, snorting grunt, yak, all yak-like as I walk by them and enter. Yep. Mm. I assume Chesapeake cannot fit through this doorway? Uh, she can. It's pretty big. Like, this is, like, okay. the, the main structure of this camp is this large, like, okay. 60-foot-wide circular tent. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, Necro walks into this tent just like whistling a tune and just like kicking all the dirt underneath his feet up. Okay. Uh, but also acknowledging everyone that's in the tent, but mainly acknowledging his party because them his boys. Sure, sure. So <laughs> you all walk in and you can see one of the elders of the Berechid, Arakoa, um, sitting there. Nah, and also one of the Yak Folk members who is wearing a token similar to yours, Pahokwi. Uh Except it has been it has been stained with blood. Mm. Uh, next to them is a semicircle of lizard folk uh, leadership, assumably. Some of them wrapped in cloths and drapes and are quite crone-like in appearance. Others are adorned in scales and hide and seeming very much like warriors. But the one that stands out the most is the one that's standing. Everyone else is sitting around this sort of half circle around a small fire. But the one that is standing with its arms crossed, seemingly sizing each of you up, is a tall lizard folk with black scales and a beige underbelly. He wears no armor and seemingly holds no weapons to him, with the exception of the occasional scrap of modesty leather or cloth. And he looks you all and says, Ah, yes, more envoys from the weak elves of the south. They finally reach to stronger races to aid them to hide behind their petty trees. What say you? Damn, give us a second. <laughs> Sorry, I was typing notes. Like, we saw a lot on our way in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, no, you're fine, man. I yeah. totally understand. He just, like, proposed that on us. Like, hold on a second, man. Alright, now I'll still speak up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. Get it. Yeah, go for it. I'm uh, about to take some notes. I'll lay down um, the beat. I got you. We came to negotiate. Why are you trying to attack this village? What have they done? They exist. You come from the deepest, darkest aggresses of water. You know what it is like to be a small fish. You get devoured by larger fish. And we, my friend, are a large fish looking to feed. Huh? And even the largest fish is taken down by a joint effort. That is how the tribe survives. And he grins wide and says, Is this what stands before me? A joint effort? Yeah. You know it, dog. Yeah, we all support each other here. Yep. Finger snaps, finger snaps. The lizard folk uh, grins wide, his teeth bare, slightly bared. He goes, now I've seen it all, but I am interested. I will answer your question properly, since you have done me the courtesy of doing as well. I have brought seven lizard folk tribes under one banner, one purpose, and that is to make all of us proper we are to be a real kingdom, recognized by the great walls of Yal, and I will bring the entire rainforest to one cause. Unity. But first, we must have resources, and resources is wealth. So, we raid the local kingdoms for wealth, 
when we can then return to where we call home and have ourselves something proper, something long-lasting, something more and stronger than just some king of scales that sits upon a leather throne and once he dies his 17 sons cut each other's throats in the night for some scrap of power i've seen this happen we will be stronger than our ancestors so you would rather take from others than try and build up your own kingdom you'd One. rather take and murder and steal them work and build up your own you assume much blue skin we do what we've done now have your friends in the trees told you how long we've waited outside their little fort a week even we have waited for our opportunity to strike and we could have overrun their petty walls before their little tin can soldiers arrived I value fealty and power I've offered them to become part of us. They have declined. So, I wait for them to continue to send brave warriors, for which I've seen none except now. Messengers they've sent. To beg at my fucking claws. They've not been successful. I've sent them back scorched and marked. And did you raid the Yak Folk tribes the same way that you raid these elves now? Is that why my people wait hand and foot on your army? They wait yeah. hand and foot because their greatest warrior was not up to snuff to mine and me. Hmm. Should they have bested us, I will respect power and strength, for that is our way. Though they are not my people, what about my fellow Arakoya brother and sister and my fellow winged people? You did the same to them as you did to the Ak folk? Yes. I requested their best warriors. They brought me wizards and mystics. Powerful magic, yes. But a strong claw, he sort of clenches his fist up in the air, is no matter to wizardry. There's more to value than just strength. Uh, both the Yak Folk and the uh, Arakoa were uh, great peoples. And they will know proper greatness in the confines of the rainforest when we return there. I have slain their strongest. They know me better. And they will thrive in my kingdom. I personally disagree that you've slain their strongest. Yo, can Necro interrupt the conversation? Throw his hand back and say, You've insulted my party's people well enough and also the good elven people here. We are the heroes you seek. Come get some. And then I look back to my party and be like, yeah? <laughs> Defending your honor, yeah? Yeah. You my yeah. boys and my gals, yeah? But also I look back at him with like a fucking like fur in my eye and just like, kind of just like hit my chest like, what's up? Uh, so this lizard folk man steps forward and places a large foot and smothers the fire that everyone was semicircled around and goes... I accept what you've put forward. And he sort of puts a, a hand up to his mouth and cuts one of his fingers with his own teeth and, like, pinches it to shoot a little jet of blood under the ground. And he goes, Chris. I've bled for this challenge. 
you will set your take your ways and stand on the foothold of my camp. In one hour, I will come for you. Prepare yourselves. Uh, I take a little dagger that I have in my pocket, <laughs> and I slice my own hand, and then I just drip it on top of his blood and say, see you in an hour, son, and walk away with my party. <laughs> I, um, you know what? I'm going to step up to him, take the token around my neck, and give my finger a little slice on one of my javelins, and spread the blood on the token. And I'll say I'll lean in and go. I'll see you in one hour, my boy. Uh, there's an apparent glee on this lizard folk's face. You are all exactly what he's been waiting for, and he could not be more happy. I have this I weird like. Pahokwi really like admires him right now because he's doing the same thing that he wants to do one day, but <laughs> he's an asshole about it. <laughs> right, Pahokwi has goodness in his heart. Also, before we go any further, can I take a quick bathroom break? Yeah, let's take a little fiver, shall we? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So, um, you all also good? Uh, I would very much like her if you guys. You what? Uh, I feel like we all can agree. I mean, I'm going to fight her. So, oh, yeah, be before then, here. yeah. <laughs> But I, 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 my people are here. Oh, so many javelins for me, and you didn't even get hit by one. Like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> all right. So, do you all, you all are all sort of pseudo. So you're all escorted out of the base of the war camp to where you all were when the javelins were thrown, basically. Uh a, a, a series of yak folk and berecht and lizard folk people come out to you all and offer you um uh a, like a like a thin wine some food and uh offer your weapons to be sharpened and your armor to be polished Awesome. I don't have any armor, but I do take up the offer for my weapon to be sharpened. Alright. Who's offering this? Um some lizard folk from the war camp, but also some berecht Arakoa and Yak folk. Um if there's a Yak folk that will do it, I defer to the Yak folk. Okay. You are all given the information that the Khan would have you fight at your best to know that he beat you when you were at your strongest. Um, what does having having my weapon sharpened give me? Is it like plus one to my damage rolls? Uh, it's yeah. So assuming that all of you guys have your weapon sharpened, the first three attacks that you make with that weapon, hit or miss, um, do plus one damage. Okay. Cool. I'll let them sharpen my trident, uh, but I'll drink my own water. Not going to enjoy any of this wine they're bringing. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the people that sharpen our weapons, can I give some of my rations to them? They shake their head. And they go, "We we do not know hunger under the Great Khan." Hmm. Eh. Um. I still want to give like the people that at least sharpen my weapons some rations. 
while I've got a yak folk, uh, if I'm talking to one, um, I would like to ask him uh, or her. Uh, so how has how did this even come to pass? Uh, they non say, well, the Khan brought his vastness to our borders and requested that we send him their best war- our best warrior. The chief stood up and knew what he had to do and fought valiantly to the last, but he was put under. I, uh, I grabbed the uh, token around my neck and I'm like, he gave this to me. I'm sorry. I'm going to do my best to free your people. They, the, they, they sort of smile and nod at you and go, it is appreciated, but it is not our way to not know the wide tundra step. But we have been promised prosperity under the great Khan, and that will be pleasant. It will not be servitude. It will not be slavery that we know, but it will be not the yak folk way either. May your I promise you that one day it will be the yak folk way that you live under. They nod and sort of, chief of chiefs. They nod and put their hand on their shoulder and smile and go, "May your path always be blessed, tall one." I give them, I give them a nod and a pat on the sh- a hearty pat on the shoulder to reassure them, and then turn. All right, so that hour quickly comes to pass, unless there's anyone else that has interactions. I just want to say let's let's fuck this lizard up, man. <laughs> Crack, are you gonna be re invisible or uh... <laughs> uh, that may like... work to our benefit. Well it's one of my, my circle abilities, so I can only really do it once. Because so uh, uh, it would have been up right now, right? Yeah, they 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 recharge on long rest now. Yeah. Now they're just like, Oh, what's up? Yeah, sorry about that, way. man. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. He he did it for the good for the good of the party. Yeah, yeah. He's a good boy. I mean, if we got ambushed, then we could double ambush them. So it would have been awesome. Yeah, let's go. Um, let's go take this lizard on. All right. I uh, also I walk over to Nalos and look at you and like, are you okay if I if I do this if it comes down to a one on one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you'd like, I can even give you a proper arena. Oh. Now you have my attention. Should it come to one-on-one, I can be sure that it is only you and the black-scaled one. And we'll I keep like everybody else out. Interesting. <laughs> Necro eats more popcorn. <laughs> Alright. So, that, the, the, the preparation time quickly passes, and uh, you all find yourselves hearing the same sort of Antler on hide shield, swashbuckling drum in the distance, and it gets closer and closer and closer, and it's become closer to evening. Still bright out, but you can see that if this battle takes a long time, um, it will be quite... It'll start to be getting dark when it's all said and done. Uh... And then you can see in the distance the black-scaled lizard folk continuing to walk towards you all with no weaponry. Uh, 
the lizard folk, the Berecht, the yak folk all stand aside and let him and a small trio of fighters behind him. One is is another ya- another another lizard folk that sits upon the back of an owl bear. That's unpleasant. Another one is a a weird uh, frog-like person, and then a yak folk walks with him. What was the first uh, lizard folk on? Uh, an owl bear. Yikes. So, the yak folk, right? Yep. He does not seem to be of the white-haired tribe that you all met. He seems to be different. I keep okay, what are your on thoughts? him. Behokwe, if you're cool with, like, we have to take him down, do you want to take him down? Let's wait and see what happens first. But still proceed? Oh yeah! If I have to fight this lizard king, I'm going to, I'm going to fight him. Word. Everyone else cool? Yep. Mm-hmm. So this procession ends with the lizard, the lizard folk Khan, standing mere thirty feet in front of your party. The other three people sort of fan out. Uh, the the frog person stands in the back and the other three people form sort of a, a line with the lizard folk con in the middle uh, to his left your guys's right is the lizard folk on owl on owl bear and then the yak folk is the other side uh, okay. the lizard folk army begins to surround the party in about uh, a perimeter that's roughly 60 feet wide and he goes well, you all brought your friends. There's no reason for you to fight alone, any one of you. I can look at each and every one of you and can tell there is power of one kind or another. I feel it would be a disservice to you, great warriors, for you not to all flex your might before me and the Khan. Oh, sorry, me and the Khanate. Ooh. I would invite all of you to test your mettle against me and my best warriors. Very we well. accept your challenge. <clears throat> well then, let us see who spills the most blood. And with that, we're going to end tonight's session. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I just ended on like the last bit of the page, so, so perfect. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So with battle being joined, next week you guys will fight the great lizard folk Khan and his, yes. his three warriors. Yeah, so good. All right. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, I have been your dungeon master and host, Kenny. We have had our uh, warlock. Hey, it's Cody playing your boy Necro. See you next time. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Crack. See you next time. Our barbarian. Hey, this is Koo playing Pahokwi, and I will see you next time. Our fighter. This is Nick as Nolives. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Our rogue. This is Elise playing Leonara. Uh, see you guys next week. And our bard.
Hey, it's Lauren playing Vala. See you next week. For the next week, it's the Thunderdome battle. The heroes versus the con. See you next week, everybody. Thank you. Bye.